Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. Well, Mr. Shea, we take a week off and all shit hits the fan. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Give me time to watch WrestleMania, though. <laughs> there we go. Well, let, let's get, uh, let's get uh, straight to it. Uh, WrestleMania in the books. WrestleMania 39 was uh, record-breaking again for the WWE. They put on a fantastic event overall. So we had the Bloodline main eventing both uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, as much controversy has been raised about that, take your pick from who? Well, Rick, Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. Yes. Well, Charlotte should have been. Okay, so you go with what's over the most. Yes. And, like, the bloodline is the most over thing going. Why would you ever put... I love Rhea Ripley. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, I mean, I can take her or leave her, I guess. I mean... She doesn't make me go, i got to see that. But Rhea Ripley's tremendous. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Rhea Ripley, but you put what's best last. That's why it's the main event. That's right. So why the hell would you ever have those two, like the women's match, over top of Sami Zayn, probably the most, one of the most, if not the most over guy in that company, and Kevin Owens against the Usos in the most over angle that's been how many years? Two years they've been doing this uh, two angle? Two years, yep. In this, why would you ever do that? I know... I mean, Flair's obviously biased. Of course he is. You know, and uh, he may not like somebody saying it, but... Well, the fact it, that he said, you break with tradition. Rick, just just to make sure your your senility is in check here, but the first WrestleMania main event was a tag team match. It was. Right? So yeah. you're not breaking from tradition. You're going with the, the hand that's, that's hot right now. Yeah. And that's what the WWE tends to do. Sure, they drop the ball sometimes. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But this was definitely the right call because you had arguably the two best parts of the angle on two separate nights. Mm-hmm. And again, you had, uh, so you had the Saturday night where the new tag team champions, as well as a new Grand Slam champion in Kevin Owens crowned. Yeah. Which is a good feel good moment. And then you had Sunday night where the story continues. Yeah. Roman I- Reigns continues. And let's face it. There's, there's two trains of thought when you think about this, right? A lot of people are saying, well, this should have been Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes doesn't need the belt up again. True. Absolutely. Uh, but then you have the other train of thought of, now they've got a program with Brock Lesnar. That's a pretty intriguing program well, to you, have. Well, you build. Exactly. Like, then where do you go? Cody Rhodes wins the belt. What happens? Roman Reigns comes back and takes it over him. Then what do you do with Brock? Then you, it, This makes sense. These people that don't like their booking, like for the most part, it, all, it makes sense. No perf booking is perfect no but you know what it all made sense everybody says night one was way better than two but it's like i liked both nights charlotte and ripley was more over than what the bloodlines doing. it's the hottest angle in wrestling right now That's right. if it is not this the main event of night one then nothing should be no. because nothing is bigger than what they're doing there and has nothing to do and he says tradition only one other time was it that a woman's matches main evented mania mm-hmm but the, the other thing you got to consider here is this. Look at the buildup. Yeah. Right? Regardless of the fact that, that the, the one angle was going for two years, the Ray Ripley, Charlotte Flair did not have the same buildup. Yeah. It's only right? built since Mania. Exactly. Or Rumble. since uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, of course you're going to go with something that is really going strong in gangbusters. And you want to keep that going because, let's face it, Sami Zayn, you want to keep that going because you want to. Maybe he's going to get a title run at some point. Maybe, Maybe he turns on Cody Rhodes once Cody gets the title. That wouldn't be bad. Or Cody right? wins the title, turns heel. 
Exactly. Like there's so many options that you have right now that you can do. So, I mean, anybody complaining, just stop. Mm-hmm. It made $21 million in ticket sales alone, I believe it was. $21, $21 million over two days. It's Mania like, was sold out before they even announced the first match. That's right. Both that, nights. Yeah. Exactly. So it goes to show the value in what the fans saw with Triple H doing the booking. Now, whether or not how much Vince had in the overall booking, we don't know. Uh, there's all kinds of speculation. You know, the Raw after WrestleMania was what a lot of people call it lackluster. Again, you, you have so many of these hype opportunities and, and hype expectations. It really does get to a point where you're, unless you get something that <clears throat> is so over the moon, it's meh. Well, I think right? they, there has to be valleys to be peaks. Of course. And they're starting over again with Vince when it comes to Mania. This has been... Triple H has been building to this for so long. Vince didn't come in and make a ton of changes. No, no. So, if, you, if you are reading between the lines, they've had this plan from the beginning that Cody wasn't winning the title. They had this whole plan of where they were going to go with this. Why would right? you ever just drop the title on him on his first shot like that, though? Like, I mean, unless you're going to take it right back off him. Well, this comes back to our conversation we've had before with regards to how do you book something that you're not going for cheap pops, right? Yeah. So the old Mick Foley, you know, calling out the city name to get a cheap pop. Yeah. Same thing with the WrestleMania pop, right? What does it say to your roster that nobody else could beat Roman Reigns, but yet the forgotten Cody Rhodes who took his ball, a, ran away, came back made his own promotion, company. came in from another company, and wins, Yeah. right? Eventually he will win the title, and he will. Of course, you're still going to have the same people complaining that, well, it took somebody from outside the WWE to, to beat him. But at least he's earned it, right? It wasn't a fluff. Yes, he, he was lucky enough to get the Rumble, and he did all these minor little matches. Good little matches on Raw, what he had, but there's no real angle of stuff, right? But it all, and the thing is with the Raw stuff, it all makes sense when he does those matches because it's that build. Mm hmm. You, people have to forget. They forget that you've got to build. You can't just hotshot book. Go back to watching AEW. That's what they do. No offense against it. They're making money and doing okay. Don't get me wrong. The way they throw stuff against the wall to see what sticks. There's only very few angles that have any longevity to it. And, and you know, and I mean, and and you know, the people can complain about that or complain about Logan Paul and that kind of stuff. Man, Logan Paul. I'm not a Logan Paul or Jake Paul fan. My kids <laughs> watch them, and I was like, who the expletive here? Are those two? <clears throat> what kind of crap are you watching on YouTube? Yes. And you know, I like, and I saw the boxing. I mean, as fixed as a lot of that was. And of course I mean, it is. I mean, Jake's Jake's gonna have his ass handed to him by uh, Nate, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz I up. can only hope so. Well, but like, let's trained. face it. I know he's trained, but so was everybody else. He's no, no, but he's trained with. strictly box, like going yeah. back. He did yeah. jujitsu we'll, we'll, and boxing. We'll see. So, as far as I'm concerned, this Jake Paul smells of Don King from the 80s and 90s all over again, right? Well, there is a lot of so, that, I think. But you know that this is the thing with that, though? I think Diaz has too much pride or ego to be like, If the uh, money's right, you'll take the dive. You'll 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 do the hug fest that he did mm-hmm. with, um, no, uh, that, that Jake Paul did. Jake oh, Paul with... Um, oh, Tyrone Woodley. Or, well, that was, that was one he did a hug fest with. No, but Floyd Mayweather, yeah. right? Floyd Mayweather should have just cleaned the, the, the mat with him. But he, he basically he held, him, held up. him up. If you watch it over again, you can see him physically, visibly holding him up in that contest. He's knocked out. Right. It's like any other ref would have stopped it. Exactly. But we digress. But you exactly. Go, but let's go back to but Logan Paul. Logan I've Paul liked... has put the effort in. Yeah. He is the most believable cross, aside from Bad Bunny, to come in. Yeah. Bad Bunny held his own when he was with Damian Priest 
two years ago. Or the Miz. I would say the Miz because remember he came. Yep. To Sorry, the Miz. TV. That's right. Yeah. Like I mean, those guys. Like you look at the Miz. I mean, at first I was like, who the hell is this guy? What's he? Do? You know. But then, but he respects the business. I mean, he respects. Like, let's go back to Mania. Man, he respects the business. Look what the hell he did on night two. That's right. You know. So and he, they called it on the fly because Shane tore his quad, mm-hmm. and he he puts and, and but I don't like this is because. Snoop Dogg punches him, knocks him out, and hits him with the elbow. And that is bull crap. It makes your guy look. I know it's. I know it's all a, yeah. all script and all whatever. But why are you making your guys look like crap in that case? Well, I mean, he could he could have punched him and did whatever. There's a better way to do it. Is what I'm it, saying. It was a sucker punch, right? Yeah. And that's what you can sell it as. Is it, but it then a the sucker elbow punch and then the elbow. Ah. Yeah, it was it was showmanship, through and through. You know, there's had, other guys to, do, to do it with. Though. Sure, there was, but at that that moment in time. You know, um, I guess there was a uh, cameraman. There's somebody show, shows a video camera actually showing, <laughs> telling him to just throw the punch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mim- uh, showing the the throw to to, to Snoop wonder, to actually do the throw. I wonder who was in his ear in so, production. Oh, I'm sure it was probably Vince going. What or the hell? Triple H, or Triple H, one of the H. two. Yeah. But regardless, you know, keep it going, keep it moving, and. Um, well, I'm just thankful you know. it wasn't L.A. Knight, who wasn't even on Mania yeah. because that guy's tremendous. So again, so you start looking back at okay, if you're going to book this properly. We know that uh, there's issues going on with Bray Wyatt, whether it's health or creative, we don't know. Um, but poor Bobby Lashley, his consolation prize was coming out on stage with the Andre the Giant trophy and going, Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. I won. Hi. Yeah, this, is, this is all I get. Yeah. And he should have been in an angle. Why uh, couldn't he have been against LA Knight? Exactly. You know, why didn't you build something else with him? You had plenty of time. Again, you look at talent and everybody, you have two nights worth of activity and you get to a point where there's burnout I can appreciate that but when you have your hot stars your top stars not getting booked into proper angles to help continue to elevate them because let's face it with Roman Reigns not being active until probably SummerSlam maybe or maybe you know, you got to have one before and not backlash but uh, oh, it'll be probably in the uh, no because it's going to be King of the, the Ring King and, the, King and Queen of the Ring are going to be yeah. in Saudi Arabia so yeah uh, Money in the Bank Money in the bank. Money is in the bank. Up. Yeah, he might be there, but maybe only to set up uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean he'll do things along the way. I mean I love the angles and such, and they still leave you. I got the way they booked that episodic booking. I got to come back. It's like you got to come back. Okay, so Heyman's talking to Jimmy about Jay. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on? We gotta watch it. Or Solo. He's like Solo. Take care of the gym. what? It's like mm-hmm. now I gotta I gotta go back to watch it. Now that's booking. That's what. It, and oh my God, they didn't do seven hundred and thirty-two flips. I don't care. You know what no. I mean? You can, a, a worker, and these, these idiots that say, work rate like Dave Meltzer. Screw you, Dave Meltzer. Because <laughs> you don't know. Work rate is the dumbest word. The weight, the rate at which you work does not mean anything. The amount of flips, the amount of moves, and that kind of thing doesn't mean a thing. It's sure. the way you work. 100%. That's all that matters. And it's getting the fans involved, keeping them captivated, and making your stuff look good and making sense. That is what working is. Selling not the, not how many story. Yeah. Right? Not how many not... time if you, not how many times you can do a flip because you have to do that to pop the crowd. That means the crowd's working you. You're not working the crowd anymore. Mhm. 100%. If uh, if you're not going to be putting the effort in uh, to learn your craft, then you should just hang up your boots. Right? And um, you know, getting back to Logan Paul, you know, uh, going into Mania, his contract was running out at Mania. Uh, he re-signed another deal. Uh, it looks like it's a multi-year deal, which uh, thankfully they will do. Looks like he'll probably go for a title. 
wouldn't mind seeing him, you know, take the U.S. title off of uh, him and Austin Theory. Austin would be really Theory would be really good. Really good. Absolutely, they they do quite the quite the show. But again, I was hoping, honestly, Jake Paul would come in, and if they could learn them and the Usos would have been a good because mm-hmm. they had that going on with uh, the Bloodline, right? That's right. I was thinking, well, maybe, but I mean, I don't know if Jake wants to do it. So he's quote unquote focused on the boxing, right? And anybody who's... Ride that train and keep making the money, man. (laughs) Exactly. You're putting the effort in. You're you're supposed to be putting the effort in. Why not, right? Um, But at the end of the day, they had the right teams in the right spots. Uh, I'm sure there's there's teams that uh, need to be used. And we have a lot of people that are coming back from injuries soon, Mm -hmm. hopefully, uh, to make good good use of them. But uh, So much talent over there, like... You know the way, not like the day, like of the territory. Sometimes a guy would go down, and you're like, Uh-oh. "No." And we, we said this before. One of the criticisms we had with AEW is the, the size of the roster. The WWE is in a similar type of issue where they have a lot of people and quite a few people who aren't being used right now. But I've always thought you could almost treat it like a season, right? Yeah. If you had your A and B mixed in together to be able to work it. Just like you have for Raw and SmackDown, why can't you have your A1 and A2s well, right, that's it, mixed in? I, you heard the conversation myself and uh, Igor Sonovich was having, right? From Were you finding Manager him again? Him. Were you finding him again? <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, <laughs> but he was like... There's no one to stop. He made sense when he said, guys can't just homestead forever. Yes. You have to take the time off, and you hit the nail on the head when it comes to seasons. I mean, you look at the territories, you'd have a few guys that stayed. Jerry Lawler never... People complain, Jerry Lawler never left Memphis. He didn't need to. That's right. I mean, back in the day, what did they say they averaged? 7,000 7, people on a Monday night. That's fantastic. For from 78 to 94, I believe it was. That's fantastic. 78 to 94, 95, or something like that. And... If you're doing 7,000, why are you going to leave? He did a little excursions. People would bring him in, like Indies bring guys in now. I mean, he went out to Hawaii. I saw him out there. He was in Georgia and a few other places. Went up to AWA, but it was in conjunction with with uh, with the uh, Memphis Territory. Mm-hmm. But, you got, but not many guys can do that in Homestead the whole time. I mean, Randy Orton's one of the guys that's there, but he's in and out. Yep. You know, for whatever reasons. But, you know, and... Guys, you can't just have that guy. I mean, Roman Reigns can do it right now because he's so hot. He's a champ, yes. But there's going to come a time he's got to step away for a little bit. Well, he then he's got to come his back. New contract, right? He, right. He worked under his new contract because he, I guess, he wants to go the, the Hollywood route, just like just the like The Rock. Yeah. And you know, he's got a similar look to Jason Momoa. He's got the chops. You know, we'll see what he, what happens with him if he's got uh, the Rock backing him and, and showing him what to do. You but look know, at that, the that, that but family look at the line. Acting. That oh, he's done during this bloodline thing, exactly. Like his his facial features and thing, and that, and you you know what? All you can say about Paul Heyman, he helps him with that. I think. Sure, he does. You know, it's like the Paul he's can such a the master. little things, and he can carry that over to an acting career. He, he may have sucked in business with ECW, but as a creative mind, he's a bloody genius. He is a goat, hundred yeah. percent. And everybody he's ever been in, in contact with in the WWE as a, a representative of, or manager of, or a Heyman guy of, M- minus they a select were, few, but he's still elevated. Well, no, they, the they all were. They well, all were. They, he, they all were. They could have, if they'd had the proper booking, they would have continued. That's what I'm saying. Though, like they, I was gonna say, they took that away from him yes. real quick. But speaking of uh, things going awry. Uh, on Mania Weekend, there's a lot of buzz going around the internet that uh, there was a possible imminent sale going on with uh, the WWE and Endeavor, which is the parent company of UFC. Yes. 
next thing you know, first thing Monday morning, there's a press release yeah. by George. They've done it. Vince McMahon pulled the deal that he wanted. That kept him in control. For now, uh, when this final deal takes place, he'll have 18% of the new company. Or sorry, 18% of the overall of WWE. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because people have already said... Is it only 18%? Yeah, yeah, 18% once they do all the final calculations. I thought he was going to pull it off and come out with... Uh, the 25 overall because he owned 53 of WWE and the WWE stock was was 49% and the Endeavor stock is 51% but I thought he was going to come up but with 20 yeah. but he's coming out apparently with uh, almost 6 billion dollars <laughs> yeah I don't think I don't think the, the creative control is what he really gives a damn about well he does because he still wants to have some say in it but uh, with him not having final say and not being the um, the executive and holding control of the company, WWE fans and, and Triple H must be happy with this because while you'd prefer to have him completely out of the picture, at least Triple H has somebody to go to. Yeah. Right. There is an opportunity for them to say, you know what, this isn't working out. Since this has come back, we've seen this drop in enthusiasm. We've seen this drop in mm-hmm. attendance. We've seen this drop in overall. Right. Yeah. And they can say, look, but I'm I'm interested to see whether or not gets finalized because obviously it's got to go through the SEC and all that nonsense and so they're looking probably by the fall to be finalized yeah. and then they're making some what, new company is, is there, is there, yeah. is there a, a poison pill that Vince may have put in there right you don't know um, it's one of those things that this is this was the best deal for Vince well and right? this is the thing though Endeavor they're not idiots no they're not so you know it's not like Turnerman WCW or you know what I mean <laughs> and all that kind of stuff yes. it's it's uh, you're going to have they're going to see those things and they're going to know what's going on. I mean, cause they deal with talent and all these contracts. They have a, they have a bigger legal team than WWE. So, I mean, they'll know what's going on and they'll make sure the I's are dotted, T's are crossed. But like you said, when, who has to say still the higher up guys in Endeavor, what's his name? Ari Emanuel. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he obviously he's going to trust Vince because they've done some business before. And they have a relationship. And why wouldn't you trust the guy that brought the show to the dance here? Well, that's I just mean, it. In the, in the interview that he did with, with Vince McMahon, he said there would be no deal if Vince wasn't part of this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can appreciate that, but you have to temper that, right? We've seen what Vince did for the last few years that nobody enjoyed. Yeah. As soon as Triple H came in, the sellout of WrestleMania was all because of Triple H. Not because of Vince McMahon. Yeah. The year prior, they did not sell out WrestleMania. Yeah, that's right. In right? a year's time, and exactly. I forgot so that. Not only did Triple H sell out night one and night two. In how long was it? He sold it out well in advance of even the first match being announced. Yeah. Okay. It was within a week, was mm-hmm. it not? Oh, it was, it was crazy. It was number. really quick. And that's the thing. And I forgot that. But there's, there just goes to show you. Uh, people are enthralled with Triple H's stuff. I think... I think Ari's going to keep him on a leash. But, I mean, Ari in, in general, I mean, UFC stole the WWE blueprint. Mm-hmm. And I think Dana White had said at one point, I read, where he'd have breakfast with Vince and pick his brain. Sure. Of course, he stole the blueprint. <laughs> you know, he, he uh, you know, he, he, you look at the UFC when it wasn't making money to when Dana and Furtado's took over. And then it went to the point where it's like, started making that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, started like, I mean, there's other guys, like there was that trash talk and things before, and then it really took off with Brock. 
But I mean, really, they in UFC they but yeah, they they stole the, U, they the WWE up, blueprint to make that. Yeah, so they ramped of course, up the showmanship. Of course, right. uh, Ari Emanuel is going to go with what Vince has to say, and he's going to utilize him to help Endeavor. Certainly, you know, he's going to be like, I got that asset. Why would you not take that asset and and, and utilize that? Absolutely, you know. If, if Conor McGregor's days are done in the cage, if he like legitimately cannot go the distance anymore. Yeah. But he could do it in a WWE ring. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? Are you crazy? Yeah. Having two trash talkers like that in the ring. Adesanya said he wants to do it too. Mm-hmm. He wants to. Do, he want. He says I've always been a big fan of WWE. Fantastic. And stuff like that. So it's like, That's and right. you've got these guys, and people can say whatever, but it's like a, a big sports star coming over, and there's legitimacy. It's like Moscow, Angela Moscow here in Canada when. He was a Hamilton Tiger Cat. Right. Everybody knew who he was, and he started wrestling around here. Well, it'd be a great opportunity for them to be able to go back to the old days of having a, a manager, right? Oh, they got because the managers. I love Ronda Rousey, but she is shit on the stick. Yeah, you know. So if they were able to put her with Paul Heyman or somebody else that has a really good gift of the gab, yeah, you know, she'd be so much better because MVP. just let her do her job. Same same thing yeah. with Sasha. Or it's not Sasha. Um, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler, yeah. I love her too. I loved watching her when she was at the Kitchener show. You know, I appreciate the fact that she is a true talent in the ring yeah. and she's a legitimate threat, right? And so with them as a tag team, I think it's fantastic. I think it I works think it well together. Sense. That they eventually they'll split and be able to go at each other and do a almost MM style, MMA style shoot in the, the Fed. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Um, but I mean, look what again, they, look what they did with Shamrock back. They had that opportunity. Remember Shamrock and Severn, and mm-hmm. they, they blew that. Yes. But they can now do that with this here, with and actually better do, booking. So, do better booking. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. You've, so. you've learned from that. You know, there will be no <laughs> brawl for it all. <laughs> There'll be no more brawl for it all. There'll be no more uh, uh, lions den or lions cage. Remember that one? The um, yeah. uh, way back in the 90s. I didn't mind that so much, Shamrock and Owen Hart, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I didn't mind that, but they were supposed to do something with Severn and Shamrock. But then, they were, yeah, they were going to do a cage, but they didn't. Yeah. So, I think Shamrock left. That's what, or not Shamrock, Severn, Severn. left. So, but you could blueprint that. Absolutely. It, it, it's all about taking what's worked and, and, and tweaking it to make it a little bit different because at the end of the day, you, you're going to take the, the, the base structure, the base framework, and you're going to make it work. Right, you're going to take the personalities. You're going to take all the opportunities to to milk it for as much as it's worth, and drive up those sales for the merchandise, the buys for if they go back to the the uh, pay per view, yeah, versus the the, the network, yeah, right. Network, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens because uh, with the uh, contracts coming up in 2024 for the uh, digital services for Raw and I believe both SmackDown Look, as well. Is it 2024? Yeah. 2024. Yeah. Um, those are it's up. early 2024 because Vince said I'm coming back to do the sale and That's media right. stream or media rights and things like that. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, and and Endeavor has a lot of uh, a lot of things on the table as well because they've got that uh, business deal with ESPN. ESPN. That's right. So, but I mean, also AEW is talking to ESPN. But I mean, really, what's what's more valuable at this point, UFC? Or oh, by and, far. and WWE, and WWE exactly. or, which is worth, like I said, twenty over twenty one billion dollars now. Twenty one point what six billion? Twenty one point six billion dollars? Like come yes. on, so exactly, it's a yeah. no brainer. So yeah, I mean, there's they, there's a lot of connections with having endeavors involved now as well when it comes to media rights. 
in life, sports has always been a premium. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the NFL and, and hockey and, you know, all those live sports has always been a big money thing. And WWE's never made that big money from it. And it's an all-year thing. That's right. It's not just a season of what uh, of however many games, like 18, what, 18 games plus the playoffs for the NFL yeah. or however many games for hockey or whatever. No, they're 52 weeks a year. You know, they're every yeah, every week. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.